Hello friends and welcome to today's episode of the Self-Improvement Project. I hope you are all well and today I have a slightly different episode for you in the sense that it's not just me, I have some company. Today I talk with a person who I've connected with over the last few months and I believe Charlotte will bring value to your lives. So Charlotte Grisol is a specialist in breathwork, training to become a practitioner in the field. So as I say, this conversation should bring value to your lives, educate you somewhat, in the sense of how breathwork and simplicity in utilizing it in your lives will benefit you. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. Write to me, message me on what you enjoy the most and whether you would like more episodes like this where I converse with people that are similar to me in the sense of wanting to bring simple improvements to your life enjoy all good i think i i would really like to start with your daily reminders that you're doing at the moment i just love the experimenting side of things but also you know for you there's an element of writing that will come to the fore uh, as well what sort of impact do you feel like that's had on like your readers and everyone and and me maybe even just yourself as well are you you're referring to those daily reminders on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's something I've been doing for the last like five days or something. Yeah. So it's still pretty new. Um, but the reason why I started doing that was, I mean, to be honest, first and foremost, a little bit selfish um, just for myself, um, because I just feel like a lot of breath work is often very focused on very specific exercises and kind of trying to teach people to do a, a you know 10 minute box breathing or um, 10 minutes of active activation breathing mm. but it doesn't necessarily help people um, create like that sense of breath awareness throughout the day and I feel like with these kind of simple breath reminders that's something that I can train for myself and maybe also for other people as they're scrolling Twitter which a lot of people just do um having kind of that daily reminder to just check in with your breath you don't have to necessarily do anything it's not an exercise it's not a you know you don't have to like take 10 minutes out of your day it's just a few seconds in that moment as you're scrolling twitter anyway to just focus on your breath focus on your body um kind of go out of your mind and into your body because i especially on social media i feel like Sometimes you can be so immersed in the screen that you almost forget where you are and what you're doing. So just having that reminder pop up is is just very helpful. And it's also a way for me to really engage with kind of all of the content that I'm learning about breathwork. I'm actually training to become a breathwork um, teacher. So I'm trying to use these daily reminders as just ways to kind of teach myself also, like how can I teach this to people? How can I explain this to people? So having these daily short reminders is a is a great way to do that. Yeah, really clarifies your own thinking and 
Oh yeah. You, you know when you write and you say something so simply, but it's because you've gone through all the different ways that you could portray it, I guess, um, as well, which is which is nice. Um, yeah, and I think obviously we were talking about this before we started recording as well, but just the impact that I guess it's kind of had on on yourself as well. Obviously, a lot of the things that we're passionate about come through experience and, you know, going through that or, or walking that path ourselves, I guess, as well. Um, and even from, you know, we've touched a little bit on focus on motivation inside of things as well. But what what kind of led you towards breath work and, and currently like getting more or, or getting deeper into breath work like going into becoming a teacher and things like that what what happened with you that um that kind of gauged your interest I guess yeah um well the, the first time I actually got kind of introduced to the idea of breath work or even to the idea that the breath is something to be interested in is um when I took a freediving course 18 months ago now and obviously freediving, that's a sport where you dive underwater on a single breath. You don't have an oxygen tank on your on your back. So the breath and learning how to breathe efficiently and learning how to um, yeah, sort of doing learning how to do certain breath breath exercises is obviously very, very important in freediving. So during this freediving course, there was a lot of focus on what is the breath, how does it work, and how can you breathe, learn to breathe as efficiently as possible. So that was actually the first time that I honestly paid any attention to my breathing. And I very quickly kind of noticed the feeling of calm and of focus also, and of like that feeling of um, kind of stillness in my in my head, which is something that I hadn't really felt in the same way before. So... I got kind of home from that freediving course that was that was great, but I, I then started reading books about breathwork and um, started did a few online courses also just to kind of learn more about it. And the more I learned, the more amazed I was by, first of all, how much there is to learn about the breath. Like you think it's such a simple thing, but there's so much nuance to it. And then also how how powerful it is um, mentally, emotionally and physically also. So um, I've been specifically kind of following this modality called Oxygen Advantage, which is this guy who he's a breathwork teacher. Um, and so I'm now training in that modality to become an Oxygen Advantage um, teacher. And what's to me most important there is kind of my initial, I guess, skepticism around breathwork, which might be the case for, for a lot of people who are not really in that world, is that it, to me it sounded quite um like maybe spiritual a bit woo -woo, a bit hippie um nothing wrong with that necessarily but just not not something that really resonated with me but the more i learned about it the more i i kind of um discovered how like scientifically underbuilt it is you know so yeah i've, I've just kind of seen the power for me that it has had the effects that it has had for me and i want to shared with people and I want to make it a bigger part of my life um, because it's really been so impactful yeah I've watched on Netflix the I can't remember what it's called oh, but the deep dive free diving free diving yeah. documentary 
and I know yeah. someone else who I've talked to about it before and it does seem amazing it, it almost seems like you're unlocking this new world I guess and um, that you can only experience from doing that as well I think seeing how you talk about it and the the term you use about it not being being built up enough or maybe, maybe a little bit of our awareness of how we can utilize it as best possible where do you see it happening most each day do you feel like there's moments in the day that we need to make more of you know if I think quite genetically there's you know meditation and trying to get time out of your day to meditate as a form of fitting this breathing into your your daily work but also are there any other moments apart from I guess those like reminders you would set whether it's you know forcing yourself to stop on social media or setting an alarm and seeing what your breath is like at that moment in time or is there something more around even if you were to go into activities of flow like exercise or games like the impact that has on breathing is there anything that you think is quite easy to to do or or use in the day-to-day or do you feel like right we actually just need to be more aware of it and kind of live it like continually what what do you what are your thoughts um honestly a combination because i think a lot of these techniques are super super valid and I use them like box breathing and these activation breaths I use them all the time during my day I just think that kind of the basis of it is having that breath awareness and kind of retraining healthy breathing throughout the day Um, and that's something that this modality of oxygen advantage really kind of hammers on it's it's not just about the techniques it's not just about the apps it's not just about like 10 minutes here and there it's really retraining how we breathe and um, trying to do that like throughout the day. And for example, the way I've been doing that and what's been very kind of powerful for me is when I wake up really kind of taking those 10, 15 minutes to, it's basically meditation, but with a focus, with a a very intense focus on my breath Um, and being very deliberate about slowing down my breathing and making it very deep and very light because as you're doing that, you're kind of setting yourself up for a baseline of calm and yeah, just a, a more focused mind to tackle the day. And I notice a, a, a big difference between the days that I do that and the days that I don't do that. And it's every single morning, it is a struggle. Every single morning, I can I can feel myself thinking or I can hear myself thinking, don't do it today. It's fine. You have a lot of work to do. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, so there's always that kind of urge to just skip that 15, those 15 minutes. But I always regret it, regret it when I don't do it because it makes such a big difference. Um, so I try to use those like initial 15 minutes in the morning to just kind of ground myself, set myself up for a moment of calm. And that always kind of translates to the rest of the day um, and then throughout the day I'll depending on you know what I'm working on or depending on what's going on I'll kind of use these specific techniques um, yeah throughout the day so that could be like box breathing or it's all there's also um, a thing called 4-8 breathing where you 
basically the idea is that you um, double your exhale the time double the exhale then the inhale um, and to again to kind of calm yourself down and create that that um, feeling of, of calm and balance and I can completely agree with the morning side of things that classic resistance isn't it I think with every good intention I would but I always make an excuse for being too tired or not getting up early enough to do it uh, as well which I is quite human of us I guess but like you say if it sets you up for feeling good within yourself is that not that's what we're trying to achieve isn't it so if we can do that for 10-15 minutes it it can help um absolutely and I mean what what also really helps for me is just having a kind of basic understanding of the science behind it and of like the physiological mechanisms behind it because for me it's not enough to just think it's good for you because we all know most of us know that it is good for us that doesn't mean we do it so what what's really helpful for me is really understanding what is happening in my body when i do that like this slow deep breathing okay what is actually happening okay it's activating my parasympathetic nervous system it's slowing my heart rate down by kind of slowing down my breathing and and um breathing more deeply i'm using my diaphragm i'm better using my kind of my entire um, respiratory system, like all of these kind of elements and nuances make me understand why it's so good for me and also why it's um, calming down my mind and my body. And that really helps me to then just, you know, kind of give me that final push of actually doing it. Um, So I find that super, super impactful for me. That's good because I need something like that as well. I'm very much, a, I know it'll help me and I know I always feel good afterwards, but it is just getting over that initial hurdle, isn't it? But if you if you, you break it down like that, it's it's much more helpful, isn't it? Doing those those simple little habits, I guess, or triggers. Um, well. I, I, I probably take to the extreme. Like, for example, you know, the, the whole concept of going out for a morning walk and getting that sunlight in your eyes and how that sets off this whole cascade of chemical reactions in your body. Like I will literally, when I can feel myself resisting going out, I will visualize kind of my brain waiting for that sunlight. (laughs) And as soon as I'm out, the dopamine dopamine being released, the cortisol being released, and it it just really helps me. You know, it really gives me that that push that I need. Because otherwise it's so abstract. It's like, yeah, a walk is good for me, fine. Mm. but really know what it does also chemically and and just physiologically then um it it can kind of give you that that last push that you need yeah and the mornings are just one of these wonderful things aren't they where you just have all this opportunity and kind of clean slate as well to to do so something that you know we can take this in a few different approaches but you know you you've almost got this toolkit that you can use maybe if you're in a situation or maybe if you're traveling or maybe if you've got a busy day of work and things like that that you can you can utilize and pull upon when when needed um what do you do maybe when you almost don't have time to do those things say life just gets a little bit too busy or you're you're really stressed that day is there anything that you feel is is quite a good quick fix or do you do you simply you know write it off and think right I've got tomorrow today's a bad day you know or is there anything that you feel like that works 
Um, it it honestly depends. I think I'd say my like my definite go to if it's really like one of those days where you're like just nothing is going right and you're kind of feeling overwhelmed, then even breath work then sometimes doesn't really work. Um, and then my go to is always just going outside and going for a walk because um, that just always puts things in perspective. You see other people because I also work from home. So that also kind of sometimes adds to the feeling of, you know, mm. overwhelm. Um, and just going outside and seeing that there's a whole world out there with people living their lives <laughs> always helps put things in perspective. Um, and then just the, the the act of moving, of walking, and again, the whole kind of physiological mechanisms behind that and what that does for your body and your brain. Um, so I feel like there's very little that a, a walk can't fix. It yeah. definitely make it worse <laughs> yeah I, I mean a great a great um take or or frame on uh it can't do anything detrimental if you go outside and you go for a walk for sure yeah. i think because this is this is almost something that you know from a someone that has never done this before to beginning to stack these things it's again just around that awareness of right what can i do today or what can I start today? Whether that's right, I go for a, a walk every morning or I go for a walk when I'm feeling like this or um, I do a bit of breath work and things like that. And even, you know, today for me is a day off and I'm trying to squeeze all these things in that I know are going to be good for me. But at the same time, there's an element of, oh, that'll take a little bit longer. I won't get that or that maybe doesn't fit in and then that frustration sets in but I guess there is almost that side of things where right here's a clean slate let's try this let's do a bit of this and see if it helps me feel better I've actually I don't know how much you've done like yoga nidra stuff I've just found it recently and again from like that somatic side of things like where yeah. you can feel the impact the breath work is doing I have to say it kind of I find it quite like frightening how um, impactful it can it can be on you as an individual and I think you know if you were kind of talking to someone that had never explored any breath work sort of stuff especially as you're going through this kind of qualifying and teaching sort of things just now what would you say people are like missing out on from a breath work point of view um if they aren't appreciating it, I guess, just now. Is there anything that you would kind of say about that? Do, do you mean like a, what I would say to someone as a kind of soft introduction to breath work? Potentially, but I guess I I think of, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of us and, and again we all go through these different paths and journeys in life. And there's these moments that we have and it's these moments of of awareness. And a lot of people will not be aware of the impact that breath work can have whether they're at the start maybe they're further on again there's maybe a little bit of resistance especially because breath work potentially does have that element of a, a more spiritual side of things rather than um i i don't want to just say western but yeah. there's that element of you know you, you maybe you've got a, a person who works 
in a, a corporate job. They've got a very standard, you know, Western life, and they just don't they don't appreciate this this breathwork. Or they, I guess they're maybe yeah. just not aware of it. Um, I'd say that, and and kind of what what really. Um, I guess is is a good is a good way to think about it is and and quite recognizable for for most people is that you you can appreciate and you can believe that how you're feeling changes how you breathe right when you're feeling quite stressed and in a rush you know that your breathing is a lot faster versus when you're lying in the couch and you're watching a movie now the reason why breath work is so impactful is because that also works the other way around like how you're breathing impacts how you feel. So what that does is that gives you a sense of control and a sense of agency, because you don't necessarily just have to be at the mercy of how you're feeling, which to me is what's so amazing about breathwork, because I, I think we often just feel like kind of, yeah, at the mercy of our emotions, of our energy levels, of our motivation levels. We can be very self-critical about that and pretty hard on ourselves about that, or like try to push ourselves harder. Um, but what's so beautiful about breath work and just nervous system and regulation in general is this notion that you actually have a lot of tools at your disposal and you actually have quite a lot of control over how you're feeling in the moment. And using the breath is just one of these levers that you can use. And it's, it's, it's like it's quite immediate, right? There's like how if, if you emphasize your inhale, you're speeding up your your heart rate. If you emphasize your exhale and like lengthen your exhale, you're slowing down your heart rate. These are like hardwired mechanisms that we all have. It has nothing to do with spirituality. It has nothing to do with belief. It's just simple biology. And I guess it's in the last however many years that the Western world is also really catching up on that and just science in, in general. And these are things that, you know, the yogis have known for centuries and um, certain cultures have known for centuries, but that we're now really catching up on. Um, and it, it, it's almost like it's, it's like a, it's like an undeniable thing. So, I feel like if you when you explain or when I explain it like that to certain people who are not at all in this world or not at all interested in this world, it 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 kind of helps them reframe it, right? It's like it's a it's all just purely based on biological systems. Yeah, I think it's again like one of these stacks, isn't it, in your life that if you add it on to the things that you currently do, you start to feel the benefit of of everything you know obviously like exercise can be almost like a a gateway towards being more aware of your breath because of yeah. just the the physical exertion that you're placing upon your body but beyond that actually appreciating how it maybe impacts on your work or maybe in social situations you know even if you know you've as an individual you might be quite nervous or anxious when you're in different social situations as well um meeting new people all these side of things this is this is something that you can transfer into all these different elements that again can help you because ultimately at the end of the day everybody just wants to 
use these things to make them as comfortable in their own own self as possible isn't it so there's this idea of if you can control that which you can you probably have more control over your feelings and how you react and respond to things more than you maybe give yourself give yourself credit for oh definitely 100 percent um that i mean that's that's really kind of what this whole journey about learning about my body has really done for me it has really given me this kind of sense of yeah confidence and and agency because you realize that you know like your breath you always have that with you wherever you are and you can use it anytime anywhere people won't even notice that you're doing it and it it's it's really given me this this feeling of trust in myself also and and kind of confidence that you can you can tackle anything you know um so i i think maybe that's often kind of what what people struggle with is that feeling of not having control and the whole kind of beauty of these of these somatic tools and body-based tools is that it 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 kind of brings you back to to you in the present moment and gives you the feeling of okay i i can do something now instead of having thoughts like you know what the hell is wrong with me why am i so nervous in this social setting and kind of spiraling in your head you can bring it back to the body and kind of remind yourself that there are things you can do in that moment um which which can just be incredibly helpful yeah you you talked about self trust there and it's it's really interesting because there's so many parts that can contribute to that but it's also interesting how self-trust is not something that is visually apparent apart from i guess perhaps self-assurance in situations whether it is you're exercising or whether it is you in social situations or at work but it all comes from that self-trust within yourself mm-hmm. yet people always or, or people most of the time want something apparent to to be able to display right what is the benefit of this obviously let's take the simple example of physical exercise makes you look better if you eat you know healthily you will look better when it comes to breath work i'm it's quite tough to portray that i guess so maybe there's that element of i don't need to because there's no there's no visual thing that i can say oh i can do this or i've I've got this or I look like this do you know oh definitely I mean 100% I think and I think that it's not just with breath work but any kind of kind of mental emotional self-development I think that's the question like kind of the the struggle for a lot of people or like the the challenge for a lot of people is it's not like urgent enough maybe or it doesn't feel urgent enough so so yeah for a lot of people this won't um resonate and there's just a lot more yeah there's just a lot more emphasis on on the physical side of things definitely um yeah how um how do you feel around this future or serving your future self side of things because i think this naturally comes at the end of each year but you look back and you think 
what have I done this year that I'm I'm quite proud of, or I think like I've developed a lot as an individual or progressed, and then thinking about next year. But this idea about future self can be so interesting from a day from now, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, all these side of things. How do you feel that breathwork has, I guess, for for yourself impacted on that? But have you have you any thoughts on that side of things when it comes to to breath work I guess maybe from more of a an energy management sort of point of view or anything like that um I'm not sure about the link between breath work and future self um future self is definitely something I've been thinking about a lot because I, I recently read this book called the willpower instinct by Kelly McGonigal and one of the topics is about future self and there's this concept called future self um, continuity I think it was and that's basically like the spectrum there's a spectrum of how connected people feel to their future self some people feel very connected to their future self and other people feel entirely disconnected and that obviously has quite a big impact on kind of how you make decisions and um, yeah how you think about like long-term goals versus immediate gratification and that's um that like future self continue continuum is something that you can actively work on like work on that relationship with your future self and like for example visualization is a big part of that really trying to make that person real you know because sometimes it doesn't really feel like a real person this charlotte in one year it's it's not a very tangible thing but what I've really been trying to do is really thinking about, like, what do I want that person to be like in a year? And what do I want that person to be proud of in a year? And and also the other way around, like, what what would this person in one year, like, looking back, what what would she be really proud of? Like, what would make her really happy? And the thing is, I know all of those answers. But you need to actually like think about them, write them down and make them concrete because then you can use those kind of ideas and those visuals to guide your decisions today and tomorrow and next week. Um, Like just an example for me is around running and trail running. Like I've been saying for years that I want to get more into trail running. Every time I do it, I absolutely love it. And every time I'm like, okay, this is my thing. I'm going to do this all the time now. And then it just doesn't happen. So what I've really been trying to think about is like, okay, Charlotte in one year, like specifically around trail running, what does that look like? Has she done, how how many trail runs has she done? How often does she run? Has she built kind of like a social life around running? Like I'm really trying to imagine what that could look like. And then what that means in terms of the decisions that I need to make now. Obviously, that means running, more running now, not, you know, not next week, not next month, but now. Um, So that has really helped a lot for me, really being very kind of intentional and specific about that. Um, Because otherwise, it's just very easy to postpone plans and think you'll do it next year because you won't. We often think like our future selves have more energy and more time and more willpower um and that's another thing that this book really talks about is is that that's you know that's just not the case so you need to start 
kind of working on those things now. Yeah. And um, when you talk there about these, I guess there's there's an element of desire there wanting to be this thing in a certain amount of time or almost be this type of person. It comes under that idea of identity and who who you are, who you want to become. Now, personally, I find that a lot of the things that I want to be and become can come across as quite mundane. I like the things that are quite boring, the simple things. Um, and but there's just that full assurance in the sense of identity when it mm. comes to that as well. How do you find the or or what are your thoughts, I guess, on bridging that gap, I guess, between, right, I want to do this for my future self because I know it will benefit me, but what about that gap between that and, right, I want to become this kind of person or I want to be that person rather than the goal that it's giving me, uh, essentially. I think the, the, the easiest example I would give based on your running is, you know, I want to become a trail runner or I want to be known as a trail runner as opposed to I want to complete a trail run in a record time, mm. for example, or complete this amount of trail runs, I guess. What are your what are your kind of thoughts on that stuff? Um, I mean, I, I guess either either is can work, right? It depends on kind of what the motivation is behind this identity. Um, like for me, for example, the the wanting to be a trail runner has doesn't necessarily have much to do with wanting to win races or hit certain personal bests. It's it's more because I have I have seen how like trail running and experience how it makes me feel, not just physically but also emotionally and mentally and on a social level. And um, I just want that. I just want to make that a, a bigger part of my life and also kind of show myself that I can keep promises to myself, you know, instead of having these grand ideas and grand visions and make grand plans and then not really do anything about it or kind of lose momentum quite quickly. Um, I really see this as a way to kind of create that feeling of self-discipline and also show myself that I can keep those kind of promises to myself. Um, but again, in order to do that, I, I need to be very intentional about that now instead of just in the future. Um, I don't know if that answers your kind of question. Yeah. It, it really overlaps in that sense of discipline as well that you touch on, you know, making promises to yourself yeah. where the discipline shouldn't feel difficult obviously there'll be times where the resistance comes up and you need to to overcome that but you do it because it's who you are not because of the the rule that you've set yourself I guess as well and I love that you talk you know it kind of brings me full circle or brings us full circle in the sense of this this breath work because obviously we can go into all the the fine details and science and things like that around how it works but it ultimately is just about how it makes us feel mm -hmm. and I think you know if there's 
if there's people that are looking to improve that side of things in their life, this is just this breath work is just one element of uh, or one ingredient, I guess, that they could use as part of this recipe for just making themselves feel a bit better. Yeah. Um, what what would you say for someone that wants to start focusing on their breath more? Say they've never done anything before focused or intentionally, but they want to. They want to do it to to make themselves feel better. Yeah. Uh, what, what would you what would you advise? Um, I'd say to obviously start small. I know that's kind of like the the obvious the obvious answer. Um, but kind of a particular exercise that I'd recommend, and that's one that I often do, and I recommend that one because it is so kind of visceral and almost like immediately noticeable, which is important because then it's going to motivate you to actually implement it and be consistent, is this exercise that I mentioned earlier around like, it's called one-two breathing or four-eight breathing, basically the idea of um, doubling your exhale. So what I would say is try to find starting with five minutes in your day, honestly, any time can be in the morning, can be in the afternoon, but block five minutes on your calendar or like make it 15 minutes. And it's important that you block it on your calendar because otherwise it's so easy to just forget or kind of come up with an excuse. Um, try to do that every day of just five minutes of this one, two or four, eight breathing. Um, and you just set a timer and all you do is slow deep breath in and you can count to four for example and then a slow deep breath out on the count of eight and you just try to do that for five minutes and i think what's really kind of important here is that um you will lose focus and your mind will wander and it will be kind of challenging to do but what i also think is like beautiful about this is that that is exactly how it's supposed to be. And that actually means that it's working and you're doing it well. Because this whole kind of concept of um, bringing your mind back to the breath the entire time is exactly what's training those focus circuits in your brain as well. Like that, And that's exactly what's happening. So like what I think is really kind of helpful to keep in mind is that the fact that you're losing focus and the fact that your mind is wandering is exactly the way it should be and means that it's working because that's that's essentially what you're training right you're training that self-awareness losing of focus mind wandering and continually bringing bringing it back and that's a skill that is going to be helpful in kind of any area of life where you're trying to focus on something you're trying to get something done mind is wandering you bring it back to whatever you're working on so it's that skill that you're um kind of training and it's those focus circuits that you're strengthening in your brain so if you're feeling frustrated during a breathing exercise that you're losing focus even literally if it's almost every second that means it is working and that means that you should just stay calm keep focusing on the breath keep bringing it back to the breath until the timer goes off and um if you're completely new to this yeah start even if it's starting with two minutes even two minutes every day is a great way to start. Yeah, and I think it's that classic situation where because you're not used to it, it's going to be difficult, right? When you learn something new, when you're adjusting to 
a new exercise your body's gonna and your mind's gonna resist it isn't it you know from a focus it's gonna try and take you elsewhere but I guess that's part and parcel of of that as well something that I also hear consistently and have at moments experienced myself as well is that frustration of I don't feel the benefits Mm. so again it can be open to interpretation there can be you know whether you want to you know just have that positive feeling of I've completed that and I know that I'm doing myself good what would you say to someone that says I don't feel the benefits of this so I'm not going to do it what what would you kind of come back with against that I mean, I don't think it's a very satisfying answer, but I think at some point you do just have to trust in the process. And, you know, there is now so much research about this and from, you know, very reputable um, institutions, like the research is just absolutely undeniable that meditation and breath work has incredible positive effects for anxiety, stress management, sleep, focus, motivation. And it's not an easy habit to adopt, definitely not. But I am literally kind of trusting in, and by now I'm noticing the effects and the benefits, but I think in the beginning you do have to kind of, you do have to kind of trust a little bit in that, that this is going to make a difference for me. And it's, it's also kind of taking the, the time to do a little bit of reading and a little bit of research to kind of educate yourself a little bit because the more you know and the more you understand of how it works and why it works that will also help you to prioritize it um yeah i think there's an element of from a social side of things as well you know when we usually get involved in things that are good for us we usually look for a social side of things as well this to begin with sounds like it is a very individual side of things because you're looking you know it's just you you're just analyzing and observing yourself and when you're not used to that it can be quite difficult to not just approach but to to maintain and and trust in that so I guess that's a bit of a a hurdle that people need to to overcome to to eventually get to that place of of trusting it overall uh yeah I guess as well and that's why I do think that breathwork is sometimes more accessible and and appeals more to people because there's more of an active element to it. Meditation more has that connotation. And it's, and it's also just the practice is more around sitting still, not changing anything about the breath, but focusing on your breath or whatever your point of focus is. And breathwork definitely has a more active element to it because you are kind of adjusting your breathing, you're either like extending your exhale or you're, um, you know, kind of taking in quicker inhales, like you're you're doing something which people just like also, right? It's like, okay, this feels like I'm actually doing a certain practice or certain activity. Um, so, so that's why I think breathwork is also so powerful for a lot of people because it feels like you're actually doing a certain activity and a certain practice as opposed to meditation, which is just more passive and observant yeah um and I think you know as as simply as you've put it there just having a time block in your day having an exercise to perform and then trusting how that goes is 
a, a great starting point for anybody that wants to to start using this as a tool to develop themselves overall. Um, Charlie, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, and thanks for sharing those little snippets. Um, I think for for me that that big takeaway is just you know you're you're doing this to improve how you feel. Exactly. You're just using this tool to improve how you feel and just allow yourself to trust yourself more. And that's, you know, all the research you talk about as well. If people are interested in going and finding out more about it, like, absolutely, it might be something that really interests people. But it, it seems like a very untapped side of things that we need to prioritise a little bit more. So uh, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts. And I'm excited to continue to to follow all the stuff that you're doing uh, as it develops as well. Um, is there anything else before we, we wrap up that you want to to share or, or chat about? Um, no, I mean, th- this was fun, I think, yeah, in, in terms of kind of closing message, I think what to me it's really about, it's like having that level of like curiosity about your own body and um, experimenting with that right like some things are going to work for you other things aren't going to work for you breath work isn't necessarily for everyone but there are a lot of other body-based tools that you can try and experiment with and just just the, the kind of changes you'll notice in your life from being more connected to your body are, are really really powerful yeah amazing 